0: welcome to another episode of records revisited a podcast dedicated to the magic of music i'm your dj your mc the host that's usually on the east coast but i'm actually on the west coast i'm ben montgomery and joining me on the west coast is my brother from another
1: mother and my bestie here's jeff frame hey uh it's good to have you here we're we're in my house this time yeah we're in my house, and so we're going to record a very special episode. It's a, on a very special edition. Yes, of records revisited. Yes, I Ben should... uh, 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 Wayne doesn't even know he's getting sidelined right now. Like that's, that didn't even happen, right? He he doesn't even know this was like
0: total impromptu. Yeah, we're uh, we're recording this on October twenty third, Saturday morning, night after seeing
1: Boney Vare at the YouTube Theater in. Is it Inglewood? Inglewood, yeah. Inglewood. It's, it's right next to this. It's it's kind of under the same canopy as the SoFi Stadium. Um, you know, it's kind of under the overhang. The SoFi Stadium, the football stadium, the new football Rams and and Charter Stadium. It's like this open open air on the ends, and under that canopy, there's also this like cool six thousand seat theater. That uh, maybe it's too cool, Maybe too cool. Is amazing. Yeah.
0: I mean, we were we were talking last night about how just absolutely incredible the acoustics are in that place. Um, hopefully, you get to see a lot of other shows there of the magnitude of bon Iver where it, in, it, you know the musicality of it is kind of like you know it's
1: in your face. Something that fills, you know, when, when you have that big sound. I mean, the thing I mentioned yeah. to you after last night is that I can't wait for, like, an arcade fire to go there because, right. again, their sound is so big um, and so full. It, it, whatever they have, they have some sort of special. I, I read about it. I'm not smart enough to know the tech, but they have some sort of special sp- speaker system in there that's supposed to be just absolutely state-of-the-art and yeah. phenomenal, and it did not disappoint uh, the only thing that maybe disappointed was the food situation. Honestly, <laughs> that was about the only thing that disappointed last night. Uh, well, the food situation was not good. They it's a it's a hip vibe. It's a very hip yes. vibe. You roll up. And we were there an hour early, and we thought we'd be in plenty of time. And we passed some McDonald's. We passed some Jack of the Boxes, and we're like, it was you and me and my two boys, um, yep. Liam and Aiden, twenty two and nineteen, and uh, we thought, well, let's let's take our chances at the venue. And we we get there about an hour early and out in there, kind of you know, front courtyard area, they've got four food trucks Yep, and, um, they've got a DJ out there and you're like, Oh, like welcome to LA hip, you know? And we got in line at one of the food trucks. Uh, it's like a New York deli kind of food truck. It has some cool sounding, interesting sounding sandwiches, a lot of different variety. We stood in line for about 30 minutes. Everything posted said that the show was going to start at eight 30 and no opener. Right. We get to the front and um, talking to some of the people who were still waiting for their food. They'd been waiting for more than 30 minutes. I asked the lady before I ordered, I'm like,
0: how long is this going to take? And she goes, about 20, 25 minutes. And then you... And it was about 8 o'clock. Then. Yeah. And so you you then turn to one of the other people that were standing around for their order and you're like, how long have you been waiting? And she was like, uh, 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. And I gently put my hand on your credit card and I said, I know you're hungry, Ben. <laughs> I know you're hungry, but I don't want to miss the beginning of this concert. Nope. Um, so then you go inside, and the food situation inside isn't much better. At first, we thought they just had chips. And then you found a little place where they're selling like $22 sandwiches I've, and $14 I kinda, pretzels. I kind of wish I didn't find that I place because the
0: sandwich was a chicken sandwich with like this pesto. Yeah something or another on it and I yeah. paid
1: $22 for it. $22, uh, you know, we yeah. paid $14 for a soft pretzel with basically just some yellow mustard <laughs> in a thing. It was food situation not good. Not However, good. not good. I would say eat before you go, but the 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 concert venue, I don't think there's a bad seat in there. Yeah. I mean, we were we were second tier, which is actually ground floor when you come in cuz right. you go downstairs. They've dug it down for the other part. And um, there's one tier above and and one big tier below. But second tier, we were way off to the side, and we were still in great shape. Looking at all the other seats up above, it looked like those seats were probably still phenomenal. And the sound was amazing. They weren't that much higher up. So great, great venue. I'm definitely going to pay attention to when stuff goes there. Inglewood's not the... Easiest place to get in and out of. You've got the the form right there. There was another show that night. We, Alejandro. We did not get hit with too much traffic. We kind of missed it on both ends. And no. coming out afterward, I mean, Alejandro's still rocking. He apparently, you're still rocking. you going by like eleven forty. Yeah. And they're still going because there's you know the lot's still full. So that that one went late, which is lucky. But I could see where you could end up in a real mess over there. But for the right bands, I mean, I, I'll go to this venue again for sure.
0: So we haven't we haven't started with the usual "What T-shirt are you wearing?" Yeah, question. Um, so I'm wearing my Almond Brothers T-shirt that I've already worn I on like this almonds. on on, <laughs> on on this trip. <laughs> and can I just address that today? I should be wearing a bon Vare shirt. You should be, but they did not have. XL for the side for for the 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 kind that I wanted to buy because let's be honest if I have one criticism of Bonnie Bear mm-hmm. their merchandise yeah I'm not what, I'm not what, a what, big fan what, of their merch game what was what was the comment that you made I, I night? said a
1: lot of their stuff feels like. It was designed by an art school dropout, you know? Right. Just, again, just sort of maybe too. It, it kind of fit the YouTube theater vibe, though, like too hip for its own good kind of a vibe, right. where, you know, the posters are like single word, like wash and, right. you know, Perth, the, Perth you know, yeah. but on just like a sort of almost neon y background with no real. There's some subtle. I could see there's some subtle words underneath it, but not a real no. great design. I no. mean, two nights ago we went to Wilco uh in santa barbara um and tonight we'll be going to wilco at again at the palladium yeah and wilco had a pretty cool poster an octopus kind of poster which you liked ate. it i i was on i the liked fence. it i bought it yeah, um, i was on the i bought it but it. i didn't there was nothing poster wise and i like concert posters yeah nothing too. there that i liked at all they just nope. felt really just sort of aggressive and in your face and not very artistic very blocky letters and then the t-shirts they're kind of a mess for the most part, and you didn't buy one either. I did not. Well, <laughs> as is often my problem, uh, I'm a 3x, and so that 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 yeah. always gives me a little bit of trouble. Um, but uh, they didn't even have they, they didn't even have XL for you know my son wanted to get a shirt didn't have XL on the one he wanted. But you do have a 3x of the shirt that you're wearing right now, right? I do have. It's my uh, brand new Records Revisited podcast. Yeah, t-shirt. buddy. That you brought. Did you me. see what I just um, said? Yeah, I you did. You, you, you you took my, you took I did your tag. I took your tagline. Uh, what's that? Uh, uh, catchphrase. My catchphrase, your catchphrase from phrase. my. Yes. Uh, I, I, shameless plug, I have a podcast called uh, the Who Did It First podcast. So, um, But yeah, I'm wearing the Records Revisited podcast t shirt. Very cool new logo you've got. Uh, the t shirt is cool. And it's available. I I got mine for free, so I don't want to, you know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, uh, you, you, you all have to purchase your own. You have to purchase them. Yes. You can go to T
0: public. I'll post the link to the, uh, uh, to, to the actual shirts in the episode notes. But yeah, um, I did hook you up with, 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 uh,
1: with a shirt. I know somebody, Uh. you do do know someone, (laughs) but, uh, Yeah, the merch game wasn't strong. And, you know, the merch game wasn't that strong at uh, Wilco the other night. No. Like, the t-shirts were very Um, so-so. In
0: in fact, I'm doing laundry right now as we speak (laughs) because... (laughs) You left room in your suitcase. I left room in the suitcase because I'm like, I'm going to buy either a Wilco shirt or a Bon Iver shirt or maybe both um, so that I could wear it tonight and then wear one tomorrow on my plane trip up to Washington. Uh, for the second leg of, of my uh, West Coast tour, and uh, yeah, I'm having to do laundry right now.
1: Yeah, you doing you're doing laundry. Uh, that's what I traded you. I traded you a free session of laundry. I didn't make you put quarters in or anything because you gave me a t shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah, the the merch game is disappointing at Bonavere. I've seen so I've I've and and I will say I did hear him pronounce it last night. Maybe the first time I've heard him. He kind of pronounced it bon Iver. Um when he said it, the 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 yeah. the, the bon Iver family, um, we and, we like to make it French, I y- guess. Yeah, like we really like to hit the bone. Um, the um, the the funny thing is, like a lot of people don't know how to pronounce it. In fact, when I when I had these tickets pop up, um, I was telling my son. <laughs> uh, one of my sons knows knows it really well, but the other one, the nineteen year old, I said, "Hey, do you want to go to Bonneville with us?" And he's like, "I don't know them." And I was like, okay. He goes, ah, I don't know, maybe not. And so he watches me looking at the tickets, and he goes, Oh, oh, Bon Iver. Like I like Bon Iver. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, yeah, same band. Uh, so, but I think a lot of people think it's that. So yeah, and that and, and that's fine. And like I said, I think he pronounced it Bon, bon Iver last night. Hey. So it's his band. He can do what he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Um,
0: so we we thought for this episode, since it's still fresh in our mind, we would kind of talk about the concert really it was uh i i guess we 10th, can call it a 10th anniversary show yes.
1: that's what they're calling it tenth yeah. anniversary. and this is the other reason on their merch too i mean i don't give it as an excuse because they had a wide variety but yeah. in terms of sizes this is only one of two shows this is their first show back after right um covid they they hadn't done any other shows i think for now from I, what i'd read maybe yeah I'm wrong. i
0: think there was one other show that they did but it was like a
1: Smaller show? Maybe. Was it at a, a might have been a festival up in I Wisconsin? I don't. know. I hadn't seen anything. I when no. I read an article about this, it was supposedly it was the first show they'd done back, but it's one of two shows they did last Full show maybe and, and tonight. Yeah, and then they're off to um, Europe. You, sh- you or, sure
0: we don't want to sell our Wilco tickets? I know, man. I'm, I'm,
1: here's the thing, and this is why we're doing this episode to some extent. Um, that's this show was amazing, and yes. and if we were not going to another show tonight, tonight is sold out uh, for the the bon Iver show, which I don't understand why it wasn't sold out last night. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, in fact, I bought our tickets. I bought our because everybody tickets. was going to Alejandro. <laughs> Perhaps I don't know. <laughs> it's only like I said, a six thousand seat venue yeah. from what I read, and I bought our Bonavera tickets about. Um, about a month before you did, and that's what kind of precipitated you coming out. Is yep. I had bought I, I had uh, Wilco, I had Wilco tickets from early uh, 2020 that all canceled and rescheduled, but right. they never gave me refunds. They just said hold on, and then they all rescheduled for like this week. Then bon Iver pops up and. Um, Uh, I grabbed those tickets. I'm in the middle of a run of seven shows in like 11 days. (laughs) I I went to the Rolling Stones at SoFi (laughs) last Sunday. We went to Wilco in Santa Barbara on Wednesday. Uh, Bon Iver, Friday. We've got Wilco tonight. I've got Wilco again Monday and Tuesday at the Orpheum. And then my boys and I are going to see um, uh, uh, Greta Van Fleet at the Greek on Wednesday. So I've got a run of three nights of shows. It's going to kill me. I'm too old. Um, we're we're both looking a little haggard this morning. I'm tired. I'm, t- I'm tired. And I and this is only three shows. This is deep. only. I've got four I'm shows. I'm only two deep. I've got four <laughs> shows left over the next like yeah. five days or something like that. And I, I it may kill me. Uh, it may do me in. But the point is uh, that's kind of what precipitated this. Is when I bought these tickets. Um, I reached out to you and I was like, hey man, I was kind of joking, just like, hey, I've got like four Wilco shows, a bon and a and a Greta Van Fleet. I hadn't even bought the Rolling Stone ticket yet. Uh, all within like a week, you want to come out? And I was kind of joking, but uh, thought, well, maybe, maybe. And you decided to come out. And when you went to purchase your tickets, you were looking for, for tickets. And I said, here's our section and... And that at Bonavere, and you're like, well, it's not going to be the same. And then I looked them up f- for you. I looked up my tickets, and there's a seat still sitting there a month later, right and, next to... And, like, I, and I bought with it. with us. And I bought it, so I sat next to you. you sat right next to us. Yeah. A month apart. And the Saturday show sold out right away. This Friday show still had tickets as of yesterday, and a decent number, which is very weird to me. The appeal of Alejandro is strong. I guess. There, I don't know what else might have been in town last night, but yeah, I don't know... I don't know what was going on, but it, it was kind of strange to me because 12,000 seats for him over two nights after not playing for so long. Yeah, it LA, wasn't like the Dodgers were playing.
0: They played they, the night before.
1: They weren't. And, and even when these tickets went on sale, I don't think people would have known necessarily because right. they they're would they playing tonight and that show's sold out. So you could have gotten a ticket. If you missed it, I'm sorry. But uh, if we did not have a ticket to something else tonight, I think we'd be maybe at least peeking at whether we could get, we, get a yeah, ticket tonight. Yeah, we would, it was that good. We would be. We would be. This is probably... You made the comment last night that this might be one of your top 10 shows. I think this is probably... I I think it is. I think this is probably in mine as well. This is... That show was... It's hard to put it in words just how absolutely mesmerizing and incredible it was. Yeah.
0: I mean, should we... So I think we're going to go through the self-titled album. We'll talk about our... Concert experience. That's what I usually don't do on the episodes when we do the whole scoring thing is we don't, I try not to bring in the live portion of it to... Sway my score, but I think for this we're just we're not going to score. We're just going to talk about it and and kind of give some context. And we didn't have we didn't take time to do any back no prep
1: any research or prep and get our scores ready or anything like that. We just were feeling it this morning. We have some time before our concert tonight. Uh, We talked about whether we're going to go do something else, but we're both beat, so. Just decided to sit down and. I'm tired. You, you've seen you've seen them before. Yes. Okay. So you've you've seen them. I've seen them. Saw them on their last tour, whenever that was.
0: What was that? 2017, 2018. Well, well, I guess I would say this. It was the tour for when they came to Florida. So if oh. they came for, was it, is it II? Was the last one? They didn't come to Florida. I don't either. think they came to Florida. So you for saw that.
1: probably two tours ago. Yeah. Okay. So two tours ago. So I saw them for the first time with my oldest son. Um, gosh, it was probably six years ago at Coachella. Yeah. And they were on the headlining stage, but just in front of. Um, uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah. So they were. They had. Was this that when slot. Bruce
0: Hornsby came out and played with them?
1: No. Or am
0: I thinking a different Coachella? I, it might be experience. a different
1: Coachella, or it might have been a different weekend. Okay. Or, but, so I was a I was a fan for sure. I just didn't know what it would sound like live and especially on that big of a stage because yeah. you know when you look at their albums they start out with this this really kind of small slower acoustic feeling album in Forema and um, you know and even as you get into the self-titled um, it's still a little mellower mm-hmm. um, and, and so I wasn't sure how that would play on that big of a you know I was looking forward to seeing them because I love the music but right. but then I saw them and Liam and I were just Blown away. An absolute highlight of the Coachella weekend for us. It was really just... uh, Couldn't believe how big they made everything feel. And then I saw them on the last tour, on the I.I. tour. Day of, they were playing the Forum, and I I looked at the last minute, and there was a single uh, had popped up on Ticketmaster, had released, um, not a resale, and it was dead center three rows back. And, you know, the show was in like two hours, and I just busted it jumped up out of the dead hit by jumped up out of the chair and and scrambled to get there I live a ways from the forum it takes a while to yeah. get there and and just absolutely mesmerizing but then
0: this show blew him away you didn't have to factor in time for you know the food trucks or buying a 22 22- Sandwich.
1: I probably grabbed a sandwich here or something real quick, made a peanut butter and jelly or something and ran. um, Or maybe I grabbed a hot dog there. I know what's at the forum at least. The forum, it's they've got like some tacos and stuff outside and some hot dogs inside. They have some nachos. Nachos. They've got they've got the the food's okay at the forum. For venue food, it's not bad. So I I knew what I was getting into at least there. Yeah. Um but uh but so when I saw this one pop up, I was like, this is a no-brainer. I'm definitely getting tickets because they're just that good. Uh, my only disappointment from last night is because we're going, we're all, uh, my my wife and daughter are also going with us tonight to Wilco, and I thought it'd be a little much for my daughter uh, two nights in a row, and, and Christy was kind of feeling like she wasn't sure she wanted to do two nights in a row. I really should have just pushed it and said, nah, you guys are coming. This is going to be amazing because yeah. it was that good a show. It really was really was good um should we just
0: jump into it
1: i guess let's dive in yeah right
0: yeah hit 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 play let's let's hear perth and they started the concert last night with perth yeah and amazing I posted a short little video of it on the socials of how they, they incorporate both the, 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 the audio and the visuals of it so when this gets cooking and they start the, the, the two drumming effect well I guess the two drums are, are within the entire uh the entire song, but towards the end where it really starts cooking and my gosh, it was just a, that's how you start a concert. Like I always talk about on the podcast about how I want to be punched in the face at the beginning of an album. So it really like states your, your authority. Right. And I I knew we were going to be in 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 for a, a treat last night with this song being the first one, and I don't know. It just it was mesmerizing. Like I don't even know how to put it all into words. This is an example what I was just
1: talking about of like how much bigger this song felt live than you'd expect yeah. it to. It, it it was much fuller and bigger, and like you said, the two drum set. Um, uh, it just pounding bass. Yeah. The bass was so just enormous.
0: And I remember Justin. Justin talked about this song, how he was going for like a civil civil war type of feel for this
1: song. The snares, yes, have that like almost you know that marching to war kind yep. of a thing, which is um really snare heavy and real percussive that way. Yep. But the, the bass is what really you don't you hear some of it in this, but when you're here in this theater it was just like chest thumping. Right. You can hear the this this part is where it really starts
0: cooking and and just punches you in the face. Yeah. And the the, the the visuals of it. Like they whoever whoever choreographed the, the 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 lighting for kudos man because
1: oh yeah they've got it. They, it they've got it down for sure with killed this. it this is a great song um this is just got a it's got a really nice way to kick off the album too in terms of just mood yeah it sets the mood the horns the horns that get going there are, are just, yes there's an atmosphere to this song that tells you you're gonna like this album right away and on the when you're listening to it on the album it doesn't necessarily when you say you know a lot of your on a lot of yours you talk about it punching you in the face i don't know that it feels like when you are listening to the album it's punching in your face because it's a mellow punch it's like a you know i mean it's like a bumping you upside the head punch <laughs> but well, it's but yeah it's, but it feels impactful and it feels emotional so it's that emotional punch pretty quick where you can tell that it's really going to to dive off in in, in a way that you're going to enjoy the album. When you bought this album, did you buy it first week that it came out? I don't remember. Again, history-wise, I don't remember exactly where I dove in or how I dove in I, exactly. And, and I
0: did the pre-order on Apple, and so it also c- came with uh, the cover of I Can't Make You Love Me, yes, yes. which is amazing
1: it's such a good cover that's that's one of the b-sides on on here that yeah uh, i mean it and it's, it's it's i can't make you love love me nick a time
0: uh, right well i guess he does the one line yeah. from nick of time but it's also a leon russell um what is the uh, song for you is is the other half of of that yeah of that cover which again great great, great tune
1: uh, which I can't, I can't make you love me as all. It's one of my favorite uh, Bonnie songs. Yeah. Um. It might be my favorite. Yeah. Bonnie it it, it might be yeah. mine as well. It's
0: a really good. Don't, don't at me because I just said that and didn't say Angel from Montgomery.
1: Well, Angel from Montgomery is actually probably my favorite, but it's, I, I, it is a, it's, it's not a Bonnie song. Well. I mean, it is. She owns it. She
0: owns it. She owns it. Prine so. wrote it, but Bonnie owns it.
1: But you know, Prine's version is... It's, it's good. so cool. I love he it. He sings it from that female but, perspective, which is really cool. Yeah. But but this... I Can't Make You Love Me is still probably the But I love Bonnie. I absolutely love Bonnie. So his cover of yeah. this... There's a couple of covers that when you're doing that 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 I really am going to lean in and figure out like how I feel about how you cover something. And that would be one. Another mm-hmm. one is that a lot of people do is into the mystic. That's another one that really, yeah. that I have a, 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 lot of, uh, um, criticism or appreciation for. Zach a good cover. Band. I like it okay. into free. I, I like that. It's, it's good. I like I, I, that. I like it. It's yeah. a good combo. Yeah. I think it's a really good combo. Yeah. There's a few people who have done it and I, some of the covers are really good on that yeah. better than what you, you, you should be able to do with a song. That's that good. Yeah. Initially. um, but I don't know. Perth is a great way to kick this album off. I, we were talking last night about how we even discovered Bon Iver, And um, I'm pretty sure that mine was um, the birdie cover uh, uh, first. I think I, I heard the birdie cover of Skinny um, Love, of Skinny Love yeah. before I, I knew who Bon Iver was. And then that made me dive in. And I was like, holy crap, this album is... Crazy good. This this is a really good album, and so again, I don't remember if I would have pre-ordered this or bought it immediately. But uh, when I got it, I played it to death.
0: Um, and mine is thank you KXP. I used to stream KXP down in Florida. That was my one way of keeping in 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 touch with what was going on in the Seattle sound, um, in the alternative universe because. Let's be honest. I've been pretty frank and honest about how um crappy radio stations down in Florida are. So, uh, yeah, I think that, that was uh, that was my that was my introduction. I bought this album, like I said, I I pre-ordered it, and so when I first got it, it was everything that I wanted, I needed at that point.
1: This won best alternative uh, album at the 2012 Grammys. Yep, and they won best new artist. Um, you know, new quotation marks. I, well,
0: I, and I still don't understand.
1: They already had an album out. They did. It's new artists is like it's when stupid. we notice them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it, it it definitely had some attention too. There was definitely a, a buzz about. I think Skinny Love probably really started to put him on the on the map and i'm not sure how he's not the new artist at that or they're not the new artist at that point but yeah um you know it, this, this album definitely had a lot of critical acclaim for sure yeah all right what's the next song well before we move to the next song okay. I, I guess this is the point in talking about i think we talked about it when we did um um now i'm blanking on the album name that we did uh of the, uh, the third album. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You're doing the same thing, right? Um, I have such a hard time with the album names. Ed- I, I do too. Uh, tsh, crap. 20, 22, a million. Yeah. 22, a million. Okay. So 22, 22, a million. We talked about it on that episode. It,
0: it, I think it's because I've, I've, um, repressed that we actually did an episode <laughs> about 22, a million. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to throw this out there. Don't, don't don't go listen to that episode. Yeah. Uh the the guest that we had, I love Zach, um but he was chewing chewing ice or eating cereal or Some, something, something
1: which it made it, it it put my ADD like just on yeah. 12. I had such a hard time. I had to do a lot of editing for that episode. So it was it was tough to listen to, but that's that's a great we album. We need but to re-record we, that we one. We did talk to we did talk on that episode about the fact that the the and it starts on this album. Album the first album, the song titles make sense to me. Um, I can track them. Um, Flume makes sense. Well, at least he's. I think he says it in Wol- the song. Wolves. Yeah, he says it in the song. Does he like, say? Oh wolves? yes, yeah. They're okay. in the song. I okay. Think, I think okay. almost everything from the the first album. There's a lyric in the song that you can pick up on that sure. ties to it. This album is where he seems to start this real esoteric. Um, you know, I I don't know if at some point he just goes. I don't like naming songs, and so I'm just gonna. This one he just names them after places. I don't know if this is where they're written or, you know, I think there's some that are. You know, Beth Rest has a little bit of, you know, relevant lyrics, and then when you get to Twenty Two A Million, it feels like mostly he just kind of heads off in whatever direction he wants he, to. Yeah. It's very hard for me to know what song I'm listening to at a concert or when I'm listening to it if I don't see the name of it. Uh, well, case case in point, so.
0: I'm, I'm that guy at a show that updates setlist.fm yeah. with the songs as I'm hearing them. Um, not, not always, but I am that guy. Last night, I was like, oh, hell no. I'm going to let somebody else do it's it. It's hard. And, and so we got out of the concert, and nobody had put in the actual date into setlist.fm. I'm like, watch this. So I I put in the date and the time and the location, and I'm like I'm just gonna let this ride out and see who actually adds. Who and sure enough, they did. Yeah. Um, like pretty quickly after I put in that that uh, the the date, and um, so you know we're looking at the
1: the the titles, and I'm like, yeah, I would never.
0: On top of that, to, to that. be
1: honest, the way that the show felt last night, because um, I tracked them on Wednesday night for Wilco. Like, I I made my own just note. I, I don't do the set list FM editions. I go there to look at stuff later. I'm going to start doing it like that. But I tracked them. This show was such that like I just didn't want to be taken out of it. In fact, one of the no. irritations last night was, it was something about this freaking L.A. crowd that pissed me off was people were up and down out of their seats all night. And I mean, you're starting two songs in, people were back up and getting out. They came to their seats late. The show started half an hour late because apparently there was an accident, but some of them were at the food truck as well. Yeah. and and people were in line for merch and beers and stuff uh, well after when it said the show was going to start and then people were up and down their seats non-stop i ended up closing my eyes a decent amount of the show just to be washed away in sound and and not see everybody up and down the whole time because it drives right. me nuts it was it was ridiculous last night it was how many people were um uh I, I i was like what did you come for is this just a scene to you but uh right. So, with that in mind, I wouldn't have wanted to stop down and write notes much myself because nope. I was so just absolutely entranced.
0: I will say a couple different times I did Google a lyric, the lyrics, because yeah. I wanted to just kind of
1: follow along. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah. I was, but I was not, I was not doing the Sadlist.fm thing last night. So, um, kudos to the the, the, the person who does know all the names of the songs because i'm i'm not that i'm not that guy
1: well and the other thing is even though this is a 10th anniversary show and i know they're doing a 10th anniversary release of this album uh special edition vinyl i think in january um i'm I'm buying it yeah for sure um they uh they did not play it completely front to no front to back which i thought was very cool um, he referenced at one point last night. He said, "We only have ten songs off of this album, so we're also going to play a lot of other stuff." And we're like, "Of course, you know right. that would be amazing." Uh, I've seen other shows where they play an album front to back. I definitely preferred this. I understand the seeing it in its original tracking order, but this was just spread throughout and other songs in between. And I thought this was the way to go. So they I, weren't necessarily in the same order. I agree. So the the next song, which is Minnesota.
0: Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, they did play that second last night as well. All so right. they did they did kind of stay somewhat in, in in line and then they skipped Holocene, which is on the album is yeah. the third. They they waited, we'll talk about that here in a second, but they waited to play that. But then third song is Towers, which is
1: fourth song on the album so 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 a subtle mix up it wasn't like they were just playing it way out of order but then they also would mix in some other songs in between from some other albums at points so it wasn't just straight through. All this, you know, you had seven fifteen creeks, right? Henley Father six 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 I or one or down symbol, whatever that is. Yeah, it's, it's down symbol. <laughs> yeah. So there, there were some other things mixed in between on top of doing things slightly out of order, which I thought made for a really cool, just a really cool yeah. overall vibe. I did too. Um, so this is uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, which again sounded amazing yeah. live
0: takes a second to get cooking and i f- i thought that this was when i first heard this i'm like this is a peter gabriel song
1: yeah it's got that which almost world vibe is, or something isn't
0: isn't it interesting that one of the b sides off of this album was come talk to me oh yeah Yeah Which is Peter Gabriel's song I'd like to know How much Influence Peter has On On uh, On Justin
1: His lyrics man
0: Do Do these even
1: make sense To me No To him probably Probably (laughs) Yeah Real poetic, though. It had its sullen blue bruised through by showing.
0: Oh.
1: That's a really cool little that chunk. Is, that is good. Very poetic lyrics throughout. Now it's going to get bigger. Is this a callback? The stacks? Maybe. You think that's a callback? I'm going to lay that callback on you. Yeah. He literally says it. Did not lose it in the stacks. Still, I'm going to lay that callback on you. I like just calls it out. That's like a that's like a comedian thing to do, yeah. Like to make a callback and then go. That's a callback. That was a
0: callback. Yeah. Did you did you hear did you hear that? That was yeah. Those that that who laughed
1: got that it was a callback.
0: That was what was on my last special.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And again, this this song. Once he, you know, once they get rolling with this, I always want to go heap. It's not. So the setup at the show too is like what six six kind of different stations mm-hmm. surrounded through the stage kind of in a sort of a circular You realize all of the, all of those musicians had
0: like multiple all instruments all yes, of them
1: everybody's well,
0: multi-instrumentalist th- i think did the did the
1: actual drummer
0: did he have anything besides oh, his yeah. kit?
1: oh yeah there were other I he was doing a lot of other i wasn't
0: paying attention because
1: there were there were two with with kits Okay. And then yes. one of the guys with kits is also doing a lot of the vocals he's and in, he's doing yeah, keys he's, and
0: he's he's in the front so he is yeah. doing keys and there's a couple songs where he is doing the drums and keys on the same song.
1: Yes. It's nuts. That's amazing. So it's like these different it's not set up in a traditional uh band kind of setup. Um it's uh it's like pods. It's maybe six pods, yeah. kind of set up in a circle, and they have like these stations and platforms that they're on. And Justin is kind of not really center, but front and and maybe just stage right. Yeah. Um, and then the other percussion, the other percussionist, vocalist, keys, whatever else he's doing is just a left of him. And then they've got these stations kind of set around behind him. And the whole staging was very cool. They had sort of this gauzy kind of net dropping down from the ceiling that when yep. they, you know, it kind of looks like a, like a, almost like a, um, I don't know. Moss might be the wrong word, yeah, but no. kind of a moss coming down or sort of had that feel. But then when they got into projections later, it was, uh, there was a ton of, you know, motion to that when yes. they started projecting stuff on it. Yep. And like you said, they're multi-instrumentalists, uh, Justin and everybody I feel like I do a disservice because this is one of this is one of those bands that when I think of uh bon Ivera, I just think of Justin Vernon and I really shouldn't learn the other band members you know if you ask me about Wilco I, I can name all of them uh sure with with this I don't know the other band members so I, I I feel like that's something after after seeing them live three times I really feel like I should learn who they are because they're they're big contributors.
0: So Jen Wassner. uh huh. Everybody clap for Jen. Yes. she's awesome. She
1: was a, she was amazing. Yeah. She her Mike, vocals. Michael
0: Lewis, I believe Michael Lewis, Michael is, Lewis the, is the is the instrumentalist who is
1: in the front. there's that that horny no, guy. No no no. Mike Lewis
0: is the horn guy.
1: Yeah, the, he's the horny guy. The horny guy. The <laughs> He's got saxes. Yeah, he's the saxophonist. Uh, and, and the sax stuff was so good. Uh, it It's the kind of stuff when you're listening on the album, they give this impression that so much of what they're doing is a digital composition, you know, that yeah. it feels like, oh, this is probably just a... And that's when you go to see him, you think, what am I going to see? Is this going to feel like seeing a band? And when you see it, it's, it's like seeing a band. Uh, it's not just drum loops and... You know. Yeah. So Sean Carey
0: is, I believe, the drummer. I'm looking these up. Matthew McConahan?
1: Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it's definitely Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> he does bongos, I think. It's <laughs> right. He just naked bongo guy. All <laughs>
0: right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Andrew Fitzpatrick. I is Andrew the the front and center guy?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I if, I think if I looked I'm, up some. If I looked up some um, See, this is, pictures, this, I'd, this, I'd this is where out.
0: not doing research ahead of time for an episode it, is probably going is. to make us look like complete
1: dolts. It's, it's okay. We, okay. We acknowledge it. We acknowledge okay. we're dolts, yeah. right? Okay. But I, I think I need to learn more of, about their band because I, I think that uh, yeah. I always think of it as a, just a Justin Vernon thing. And I, I think he's obviously creatively the, uh, a big driving force, but it's clear that there's a lot going on in this band and they bring a lot to the table correct. So
0: all right, what's what's next on? <sighs> so he waited until number 18 last night. Which is a good to, call. To, yeah, to play this. Yeah,
1: you know. This this might be a peaking too early I think if you yeah. throw this out in its natural spot. Yeah. So
0: I mentioned on the socials, I'm like, I'm, I'm probably going to overshare if anyone ever picks this album. So here, and here we are. So I'm going to overshare. This song is super personal to me. I, when this came out in, in 2011, this is kind of, this is kind of when I was kind of going through my, my, uh, I don't know if I would even call it Midlife Crisis. It was just me dealing with, two years later, the the death of my sister. Yeah. And so this album is is one that I listened to a ton, got me through it. There were a couple albums during the, this time that got me through some of that, that garbage. I just remember there are plenty of songs, and, and, and I, I need to have a good... Description of or or catchphrase for songs that you can't get out of your damn car. Yes, when you drive into your driveway, you have to listen to that
1: song in its entirety. It's me. One of them is for me is Dave Grohl doing if Everlong acoustic comes on. Okay, I can't like I just I won't stop and get out. Yeah. Before, you know.
0: so this is this is this is one of those songs for me, and I remember. This is kind of weird that I remember vividly I was coming home from work and it was it was late. That was during that time where I was working like 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week. Yeah. Which is not good for your psyche either. And pulling into my driveway and hearing this song. And it's a light drizzle in Florida. It's dark. I'm pretty sure my kids are already in bed at that point. Um, and I just, I wept. Yeah. And so hearing this song last night, I'd already cried freaking one you know, earlier. once one song earlier, <laughs> and this song comes on, I'm like, "Oh damn it! I'm I'm yeah. I'm gonna cry," and I did, and I'm 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 getting a little teary right now just thinking about last yeah, night and hearing I it. I
1: I, I I uh cry a little bit during the previous song as well. Yeah, during stacks. Uh, stacks got me. It was just I don't so know how good. to describe what what it was about it, but something about it was there was it was just so beautiful it's one of those things where that question of like have you ever seen or heard something so beautiful that it makes you tear up and you're not exactly sure why and it's not just lyric based and it's not whatever but it just is so beautiful
0: i think i think part of it was uh, justin even said last night a couple different times of how grateful he was to be back on stage after you know not being on stage because of covid I think honestly last night you can tell when certain acts are kind of phoning it in for sure last night there was zero phoning it in and I, and I think that that had something to do with stacks I think that is a deeply personal song to him yeah and I think that he was just like and that's I'm, where I got I'm, so ba- I'm
1: bearing it the song before this was stacks and I'm listening to it and I'm just like I said, I'm kind of closing my eyes and just mo- moving with the music. Yeah. And, you know, uh, my eyes are moist and I'm, I'm just choked up. And, you know, it wasn't a particular lyric or anything. It was just, it, he was pouring it out at a level at that point yep. that was so just profoundly beautiful. And it was so moving. And I mean, I've talked to you about this before. I've talked to, it sounds like a hippie nonsense sort of thing. But concerts are one of my places that I feel very spiritual. It's and uh, national Ab- parks, absolutely and concerts. I feel this sort of intense, you know, sp- uh, just lifting of my spirit and yeah. uh, a refilling, a, a refilling of my batteries. Uh, I've talked about it before. Where like Wilco is a big one for me for that. Where if I don't see Wilco for a certain amount of time, like I oh feel I go it through missing. withdrawal. Um, yeah, I'm ha- I w- I was having withdrawals because and, and, I was
0: supposed to have seen them. Earlier this 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 summer, yeah, and of course they they canceled because of, of COVID and and but didn't reschedule to Florida like yeah. they did for you rescheduling down here. Um, the other thing that I want to just make mention um for for Holocene. So if I if I ever can take a break from doing the podcast long enough that I can actually finish one of the novels that I've started writing over the years. I use the the line of from from Holocene where it's like uh, and um what is the line of of uh, at and once at I and knew, once I I knew I was not not magnificent.
1: magnificent, which is such a that's such a cool that's a cool line and a moment that I think that any of us can relate to, yeah, we've all been in a moment like that where it sort of hits you like. You feel you feel a little small, you know, and and you feel like, or, or, or f- I've always kind of
0: interpreted it as, you know, all the the stupid things that I do. Yeah, I realize that I'm, I'm not as, as great as I think that I am because I'm, honestly, I'm still human.
1: Yeah, it's a very human line, and yeah. and it's one that always sticks out to me every time I've heard this song of just. There is a, a really strong that I think a lot of people can relate to this humanity of you have those moments that you're reminded of. I'm not perfect. Uh, I screw up a lot. I, you know, I mean, this is one where I, I feel like this a lot as a husband, as a father, where you feel sort of inadequate at times, and you go, "I'm not great at this all the time. I try, but I'm." And at once I knew I was not magnificent, is always a line that hits me really, really hard. Yeah, me too. Um, th- again, just. As is, I, I could repeat it over and over on pretty much every song with him. But the, the, the lyrics are so just poetic. Um, I don't know all of the story. I don't kind of need to know all of the story. I just know it moves me. Whatever's going on with him moves me. Yep. Um, and like I said, that was the same with stacks. Um, before that, it was. It's just such a, a beautiful, beautiful song. So, agreed. All right, what's what well, towers? So tower. this was actually played what third? Fourth? Oh, it was played third. Yeah, they,
0: they played the third All right. last night. Played that right before seven fifteen. Creeks, which I do remember that. Why? Yeah. Why do I remember the title of that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. Which. Now that I'm listening to this good call on not doing Holocene oh, until later because yeah. I mean it's such a it's a big song but it's also let's be honest it's a little bit of a downer yeah. song and and this one is a little more upbeat. I mean for Justin songs yeah because I don't really equate Bonvar with with um
1: happy um i don't know i don't feel like it's depressing i feel like it's heavy it's 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 heavy intense. okay yeah but i i I feel like there's sort of still an upbeat sort of spirit to a lot of the stuff it's still it's not sad per se okay i don't think It, it can feel a little melancholy at times yeah and this is another song that just
0: doesn't really start cooking until about a minute and a half in.
1: I mean, it's nice. There's, there's some lines in here that, that you just, I think you need to do some research on what he's talking about. Break the sailor's table on your sacrum yeah I don't know what the hell that means here's this is where build your tether rain out from your fragments break the sailor's table on your sacrum F the fiercest fables I'm with Hagen uh okay and I'm sure that there's a story to I mean I don't know who Hagen is and and what that refers to and if we'd done research maybe we would but it uh but again it's just it's really just a it's a it's beautiful it's got the the um the snare stuff going on again that has a real rhythmic sort of a march to it in intermittently more this yeah. time it doesn't drive it the whole time the same way and and i think you're right that it, this was still a part of the show where they were sort of kicking through to um to Creeks, seven fifteen Creeks or yeah. Seven fifteen. seven fifteen Creeks. And and it would have been the wrong time for Holocene. And the you know, like a good album, I I think that sequencing for a uh sequencing for a concert is really key as well. And Mm -hmm. and I think they sequenced this this show really nicely. Really well. Um they didn't uh they didn't close with what I expected that they might. I thought he hadn't played Hey Ma, um, and I thought that might end up closing it.
0: My guess is they'll play it tonight um, when I'm, we're not I'm there. I'm thinking so,
1: too. Yeah. but Which is okay, because I think the closer that we got was uh, The Wolves, Act yeah. 1 and 2, which I wouldn't think of as a closer. I listened to it again this morning, uh, driving. I went to the chiropractor morning. I was listening to that album a little bit. And I wouldn't think of that as a closer. And when he talked about last night, he talked about how we used to close a lot of our shows with this. And at the end, I want you just... I want you singing and then I want you almost screaming along and I was like, and he dives into it. I was like, The Wolves? Like, this is that? But then when it gets to that, that chorus and they make it so much bigger than what it is on the album that you're like, oh crap, this really, this has a real powerful end of show, punch you in the face kind of a feel that I didn't expect from the album. I wouldn't expect it from from the album. Uh, I, I, I'm sure I've seen it live. I, I'd have to look up those other set lists. I'm sure I've seen it live before, but I'm pretty sure they didn't close with it either time I saw them. But yeah, what might have been lost is yeah, the refrain at the, the refrain. That the, what might have been lost. Yeah. And I mean, everybody, and it's just. I, I mean, the again, the percussion is hitting you with the light flashes timed to it, and by the time you're done, you're like, okay, we can go. Yeah, like that's. I I thought about this. I mean thursday night we even thought
0: about maybe going and seeing phoebe bridgers yeah but then we saw how
1: much tickets were in well they were already sold out she sold two nights out of the well we, we and so it was the
0: resell and paid yeah, 120 dollars. that's what i'm saying like it was expensive which, because you would so have had to do so we're like we're, we'll go see the tom petty documentary we didn't see the tom petty doc but I wish we'd gone to Phoebe Bridgers, but we couldn't. I know we just. <laughs> but when she does, this is the end. Yeah. At the end, where everybody is screaming at the top of their lungs, um, just go YouTube a live performance of that, and you'll you'll understand. I saw but,
1: her. I think open for the national um, is when I saw her. It amazing. Was, yeah. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, I, I would like you. to see a full headlining set, though. I still hate. I, you. That's why I was yeah. hoping we could go, yeah. but la hometown shows sold out two nights at the greek good for her yeah i uh,
0: i couldn't i couldn't put that in my budget
1: nah we were going to a lot uh actually but, considering that i haven't bought a shirt maybe. i did have a little extra budget but then you had gone if, if you got one of phoebe's <laughs> shirts like she'd have probably that's had one
0: true she would have she probably would have her merch table yeah. probably was I would strong hope, yeah i'd buy one of those skeleton onesies
1: Right. <laughs> the the whole encore was, uh, it was three songs. It was Skinny Love, which, again, comes back out. It's a great time to bring it out because he comes yep. back out without the band. Yep. Just does it on guitar and does other stuff on his acoustic guitar, by the way, that you're like, how is he doing it and staying right. in rhythm and and staying musical and and big? I don't even understand how you make... One dude on that guitar sounds so big in that venue on Skinny Love. That seems like a small song.
0: Yeah. And then then he also did Flume afterwards
1: and then Wolves, so everything. Flume kind of builds into like now the band is joining him, and they come in and then they end with the Wolves. And it's just like this big, this small to big progression over the last three songs of the encore that, I mean, gosh, if you'd just seen those three songs, it was... Astounding. Yeah. So, yeah. So, next we have Misha Cant. <laughs> so, is that a real place? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I oh, yeah. Good stuff. And we talked about the sequencing of last night. So, this song was right before Thirty Three God and then Blood Bank. Yeah. Which again I just thought was great, Blood Bank. Is amazing. Great sequencing yeah. of those three
1: together. I was unafraid, I was a boy, I was a tender age. Melick in the naked knew a lake and drew the lofts for the page. Like so he's just a poet. Um I mean he's it's crazy. And the frost took up the eyes.
0: Searching for an inner cloud, may not take it.
1: really cool vibe song yeah no you're getting horns here it's like a French horn or so if we were scoring this
0: I would want three tens for this album yeah I don't this, know this would be one of my tens it's it's gorgeous it is it almost sounds like a French horn I should I should watch what he was doing I think it was a trumpet last night
1: maybe it was a trumpet yeah this might be trumpet because I feel like there's some trumpet and then there's definitely sax. Yes, the sax is where it really
0: stood out. That's What was the one song last night where he pulled out the sax which was
1: just a am- Oh, there were a few amazing. but um is it Lisbon? I think so. uh I'm trying to remember if it's Lisbon or we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But right 33 now. God has sax. Yep. Uh, 45 might have sax. I feel like the there newer, f- the there newer stuff songs. has more sax. Yeah. Um, just yeah. This would be a hard album, I think, to 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 score. Not that any of them aren't, but this isn't this isn't an album that I have things that jump to me as low score. There's nothing on this I skip. This is a really solid kind of chill out. we we'll, we'll front, get back. to
0: the one song. I even said
1: that to you yeah, the other day. Driving. I'm like,
0: this is my one. Yeah, and you're like, what? What are yeah, you I didn't what know you're what you're talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? This I, is I, I my like,
1: one. You're one, the one that you want to make out to. No, or no, no. Like, it's I my, didn't it's... know what you meant. Like we're driving in the school, context of one. the podcast. This is my, my one, my, my, my one. And I, but we weren't talking about the podcast at the no. time. We were driving to see the one. I know, house. I know. So, which,
0: which was that was a, that was an experience.
1: It was. It was, You know, it was an experience. Yeah. We had we had some tacos, and then we went and saw the. you got to see the. One you got to house? see the
0: no trespassing sign on Winnie Cooper's. Winnie oh, okay. Cooper's well. house. That
1: lady is not having she it. She does, uh, does not want people. you
0: taking pictures in front of her house.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, you know, you buy you buy a famous house, and you kind of get whatever. First of all. Maybe start by remodeling the heck out of the front so it looks so it doesn't look light. like, but it it's looks still, just like it. Right, absolutely, right. yeah, still does. But the same thing when you if you go see the Brady House, you're like, oh yeah, that's the Brady bunch. Wh- house. Why
0: didn't we do that?
1: Was it, was it too way, far away? It was away? a ways away, okay. and it was a long day at work.
0: Can we go? Can we go to that? Today?
1: I don't. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we Is it too far away? Uh, wouldn't be that bad out of the way. Okay, but I digress. So Sorry. We were, yeah, we were going to see the the house, uh, and you know, you're like, this is this is my one. And I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what? People don't understand what I'm talking about." Well, Come you on. know, as soon as I got the context, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about." Yeah, but uh, it took took me a second uh, for sure. All right, what, so Hinnom, Texas. This is your next. Okay, this is your next song. And so Hinnom, Texas.
0: They played that earlier in the set. So it was right after 666
1: down arrow. I love this this one might be one of if I had multiple tens this might be one of my tens. Really? Um, I love okay. the just the uh, the whatever that reverby kind of atmosphere yeah. is. I love the lyric past the noachide. I don't know what it in the first of line past the noachide. It's like something from Dune or some sort of Bodies wrapped in white. Yeah, what is a Noah guide? I love that whatever's going on here with the keys. There's something really sexy about this song. I don't think I've ever
0: really do- dove into the lyrics on this. I got
1: out of the range, he's re- talking about. He's talking about ZZ Top. ZZ top there, I don't know, maybe. <laughs>
0: I didn't realize he was saying edit at that point. Didn't you edit? Yeah. Okay. I like the song. It's middle of the pack for me on the album.
1: This one always jumps out to me. Okay. Um, there's something, again, I think really... This is one of the s- sexier songs to me. This one's like... It's his... The, he goes a, like a, a little deeper register and then the falsettos. Yeah. Like the stuff that's going with it is the, I should have paid attention. Which, which,
0: which ones was he doing last night? He was, he doing the, he was doing the lower register. I think letting, on this
1: one, he was, and then he I was think he letting, does both on this. Okay. I think on the, on, on the, the album, album itself. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think he was doing the lower register. And then it kicks into this thing at the end that is just super cool. This is almost like, to me, this has got like this sort of Barry White kind of thing going off with what he's doing <laughs> what? there. To me, like, again, to me, it's just very, I don't know. This is a, a very sexy song to me. I don't know if it would be top or not. I didn't, I didn't score it, but yeah. anyway. And I it's just, a shorter song. It is shorter. It's like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, but I dig that one a lot. Which that, that leads one, into Wash, yeah. So Wash, this one actually, you know, talking about his thing, things being more esoteric in terms of names. This one actually says a couple times in Hinnom, you know, so it is Hinnom, yeah. Hinnom, Hinnom Texas. So there is actually a, a reference to uh, what's going on, and there might be in. So is Hinnem close to Lagrange? Because. How, how, maybe, how, 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 yeah, right? maybe because I
0: just drove through Lagrange a couple months ago to get to Austin. Yeah, I don't know. So this is this is Wash. Is this is this
1: supposed to be Washington? I is don't this...
0: know. I've always wondered that because it's it's Wash with a period. So you could interpret that as that's an abbreviation for
1: Washington State. But I don't. I, 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 honestly, I was wondering if it I was don't... also talking about like a wash. It talks a lot in this one. About like across the foam and ball. So yeah. is there? Is it play, a wash? Play, play that one. Yeah, this is my one.
0: Something about the 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 keys on this that it's just it's throughout the entire song.
1: I it's very rhythmic though to me. It's just I, like, I
0: sometimes skip this one. I don't.
1: I don't skip anything. On this I know
0: song. you don't, but I sometimes skip this one.
1: Don't at me. This feels very Robert Frost to me.
0: I can Lyrics. see that.
1: Lyrically, it's... Yeah, I can see that. But I...
0: This definitely invokes some winter... Yes. ...type imagery. Yeah. Which is... I, I think that that's one of the beauties of
1: of the band, is that they can invoke...
0: The, well, that's what the, that the visual piano, the
1: visual thing that piano a little bit feels like plodding through the snow a little bit
0: well it feels very vince garaldi yeah. charlie brown christmas yeah. special
1: to me which that's my favorite christmas music well it's vince that's, that's why you like this I, better yeah, I don't. Like it, better than, yeah. <laughs> it does i don't i never pegged that it had that vince garaldi feel but yeah it, it kind of does yeah and then some horn in there too, right? Or yep. is that violin or well uh, last night I don't It didn't they didn't
0: have d- strings last night, right? N- no, I, I mean them. they were using they were using the keys, keys yeah. sense
1: for, for that. This one gets kicking at a point that I really like. This part. I'm growing. ah
0: I will say this. I did like this song a lot better live.
1: This was actually very good last night.
0: Because I feel like the one thing that I, you don't hear enough is the harmony vocals on, on the track itself. But last night I felt like you could hear the rest of the band's vocals on it.
1: But there's, there is like, uh, not even just, not even just winter, but there's sort of a, again, I guess that's why I think of Robert Frost a little bit with mm-hmm. it is like, it has a very just like walking through nature kind of a quality to it. Yeah. Walking, you know, hiking on some path or something through a, a meadow or a, into into which, a forest. Or this
0: song leads into Calgary, which uh-huh. is the next song. Which anytime somebody mentions Calgary or Edmonton or Alberta, I immediately think of I'm going to freeze my ass off.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's north of Montana, Kirk, so <laughs> which you yeah. can also freeze your ass yes, off. Yes, for very, very much so. Yeah. So seek good sequencing there i bet part of the reason you don't like this one as much is it's also almost a six minute song or no almost five minutes almost five minutes that's you know that's not a thing for me. I know me. it's not a thing for you, but if you already don't like the 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 piano a little bit, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it like the way that Wayne doesn't like long songs. Right. I'm saying like you if you don't. Come like on, the I'm piano. wearing a freaking Almond no, no, Brothers T-shirt. If you don't like <laughs> the tinkling keys. Don't, I don't
0: think they have anything that's less than you know seven minutes. But I'm
1: saying with with the way you feel about this, if it were a shorter one, it might not bug you as much. But you're more likely to maybe skip it because if you're not digging it right away, yeah you're not staying with it. Cause it does do that. Like dunk, dunk, it does. Dunk,
0: and, it, and, and to me, that's, that's why it, that, 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 that key part is just super repetitive to me. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes I like that,
1: but I like, will say like that all that-
0: the, all the, 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 the synth bands from the eighties that I love, like, you know, Depeche mode, for instance, Depeche mode will hone in on, you know, certain, um, Key chords and just continue to play those key chords even throughout the, their bridges. So, so I, I don't know. Like I said, it just doesn't. It just doesn't um, earworm the for me.
1: I will. I will say that again. The thing last night with it that didn't surprise me when I listened to it is um, it's it, live. It was very hypnotic, mm-hmm. and that is those keys. Those. Dun, dun, yeah. To, uh, so it was one that I could just kind of close my eyes and just sort of you know, bob my head a little bit and just so you kind were, of get washed away. So you were closing with, your yeah.
0: eyes for that and not because of all the stupid-ass people who were getting Well, I was probably doing and, it partly okay. for that because okay. I
1: didn't want to see it. it they, they would mess it up for me when they get up and down all the time. But yeah. at the same time, um, I, I, I think that there was something to uh, – just this song is very rhythmic and sort of hypnotic and and relaxing. It was a very not sleepy but it it definitely kind of had this right lull to it that was really nice yeah um and again, most of these are in order the the last one we listened to, mich can't move down to twelve um so so they put that in a in a little different order yeah. but hit 'em texas uh wash and then uh the new song and then yeah but mish can't and then calgary calgary comes after holocene so again that yeah, one play
0: play calgary okay
1: yeah they this was towards the
0: end of their set yeah towards the end of the it was third from last of the of the opening set actually the last three songs of the set last night were the last three songs off of this album
1: Yeah, they closed it in order. Yep.
0: And this one takes takes a little bit to get cooking. It definitely does.
1: Real descriptive, though. Yeah.
0: I still don't know what the hell he's talking about, though.
1: Always keep that message taped. Cross your breast, you, you won't erase. Like a, a, almost a voice, you know, like a answer machine message, or okay, yeah, or wearing a T-shirt and. The name of the band is
0: Over Your Breast Area? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what he's saying.
1: And it just keeps getting it just will and, gradually get bigger and, and bigger. gets bigger and bigger
0: double drums going on on this one as well what does that even mean pincher with the skin inside <laughs>
1: me with your black sphere eyes you know that all the ropes untied i was only for to die beside i don't know man but gosh it gets really just and 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 so this is it starts to like really rock here live and really gets gets big and again it's this snare it's the percussion that drives big time very percussive it's driving marching kind of a feel and yep here we go (laughs) yep
0: (laughs) little 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 Beach Boys action there yeah Yeah, I have no idea what that means either. Your one-piece swimmer stuck to you.
1: You're, well, I know what that means. That you got one got a, a Problem with you is, got a wedgie? No, just <laughs> like this is storming on the storming on the lake. Little waves, our bodies break. This feels like almost like a. This feels like a teenage love song a little bit. You pin me with your black sphere eyes. You know that all the ropes untied. I was only four to die beside. Um, and then he's talking about. Swollen orange and like your one piece swimmer stuck to you. It's like a one piece swimming stu- suit you know. As you come out of the lake, I, I can hear like just shades of, uh, you know, teenage or early teen, you know, junior high kind of, okay, kind of love song. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a really pretty song, a really pretty live. Yeah. And it's and really this good. one, I don't think really uh the the album version doesn't represent quite how much this one really gets rolling uh live i feel like they do a bigger breakdown of this live i feel like we're saying that a lot on no i know but I, I i'm saying that i i was surprised when you listened to this i don't hear the thing in particular with it's not just that it got bigger i think that yeah. they go into a more extended um uh instrumental chunk yeah. in this one live more of a jam uh, with what they do, because this one felt like it had a bigger chunk without lyrics. And then speaking of
0: instrumental, next song. Yeah, next Liz- song. Lisbon, Ohio is an instrumental.
1: Yeah, short. Short. It's like, what, minute and a half? Yeah, minute and a half. So I'm going to look up the lyrics for that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> These ones I might understand. Uh, this this might be the one that I understand. And did he, did he just... He dive right
0: in then he uh, introduced the band while this was kind of going on in the background
1: i love that and, there is a there's a page for lisbon ohio and uh lyrics on genius and it says this song is an instrumental <laughs> 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 which is great yeah uh, yeah This one says, Vernon composed the instrumental as he was writing letters to his friend, Ian Wallace, serving three years in prison in Lisbon, Ohio. Okay. According to Q Magazine, his pal ended up in jail as a result of attempting to blow up two university buildings for the Earth Liberation Front. Whoops. All right. Fair enough. So. Well, I'm... Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess, are we are we supposed to feel as though this song is incarcerating us? Is this I don't a know. a prison song? I was going to let
1: it roll into Beth Rest, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it does that nicely on the... It, and they did it nicely last yeah. night as well. And... Right in, yeah. This, it really just feels like the intro to Beth this Rest. This is my 10. It, yeah, this is a pretty... If I only
0: had one 10, this is my 10. I cried three times last night this was this was third time gorgeous song and this was one that I thought I should pull out my my phone to do some video I'm like forget that I'm I'm just gonna yeah I'm just going to listen to this.
1: This was, a, this was a great... Uh, like They went into their end of album sequencing, like you were talking about, yep. where they went Calgary, Lisbon, Beth Rest, to end the first set. So they went a, out of order a couple of times, you know dropping Michigan a little bit, Holocene a little bit more. But for the most part, it was kind of in order, but not front to back without other things in it. Um, but this was a really good again big end to the set yeah felt like it felt like a uh, set ender yeah it had that quality and then uh, you know coming out to do the other three Skinny Love Flume and The Wolves was a great encore it was just a well-sequenced show all the way around I think was there anything that you heard that you're like eh I could do without that last night no yeah I didn't and, and even the stuff that you might think doesn't fit in an album like this, like 33 God or something like that, if you just thought about, like, ah, I'd, I wouldn't need to hear that there. It, it, it broke things up nicely and gave a kind of a big, you know, a, a digital and I don't know, if digital is the wrong word, but like noise, a big noises music kind of thing that they do really well. Uh, yeah. I wonder.
0: <clears throat> There were a couple moments last night where I'm like, I wonder how much Pink Floyd Justin listened to growing up. Because uh, this this song has a lot of Floyd
1: influence to me. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, this kind of goes a little all over the place. It's all I mean, over the place. Yeah, it, it musically, it jumps around an awful lot in yeah. terms of...
0: It's... And I and I say this all the time on the podcast about how uh, the album closers need to leave me wanting more, yeah, or need to make me want to go. I'm listening to that album again. We're just gonna just play this on a constant loop, and that's how I felt when I first bought this album because I don't think. I don't think it left my... Like, I had it on the on, on my iPod. I don't think I listened to anything on my iPod for a couple
1: weeks after this came out. Yeah. It definitely... This closes the album really well. Um, the same way we talked about Perth opening it really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they close it, it was, strong it has that more like it was not quite punch you in the face it was bigger last night live well, well we've said that a lot too but I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was it was feel like a it gets very massive they fill yeah. a room in a way that uh, and it, it's the same thing i was telling you with the uh, that's how i feel with arcade fire when you know when they do wake yeah. up and all their other stuff i've seen them a few times live and that's i want to see them in this theater because they they just fill a room in a way where you don't even grasp like how i wouldn't expect this from the people I'm seeing and the way that I'm seeing it somehow you you're so good at not just the instrumentation and the um the arrangement but the the way that you mix everything mm-hmm. everything is mixed in a way where it all comes through so nicely and and you get all of the different sounds without one or the other sort of overtaking it right. and I've seen shows where that's not necessarily the case just with a normal just band a, a normal four piece kind of band where you're like it's a little too much guitar not enough vocal it's a little too much drum you know something where it's just not mixed quite yeah quite right so when you're doing it with all these instruments to hear it mixed that well and to hear it that fluid the way everybody jumps in and out and it's not your typical uh arrangement and instrumentation so they've got to jump in and out with so many of these sounds at the right moments to just add that piece to the puzzle and it's pretty astounding when you watch it live. i wonder how much rehearsal that they had to do i had for that this. i had that thought last night yeah. when i was watching because again having read that they hadn't been doing shows they were so incredibly tight yes i, I think they must have done a I mean, decent keep, amount of yeah rehearsal.
0: keep in mind last night was like f- first full-on
1: yeah in years I, I right think they must of, have rehearsed like crazy yeah they must have because everything was so tight ty- this isn't uh this isn't just a jam and a groove band kind of situation nope. it's not like okay you know play play uh play well, this chord right. and um you know and then I'll, I'll nod and then you're gonna right. jump in with this this isn't this isn't you know, this uh, is This is
0: this isn't Tedeschi Trucks.
1: Well, yeah, which I love. You know, I <laughs> yeah, love Neil I, Young. I love that jam. I love that. This is a, this is a pretty tight, tightly um, orchestrated yep. feat. That uh, you, I do wonder how much rehearsal they do, yep. because it, it seems like it would have to take a lot to do this really well. And again, I'm going back to Arcade Fire. You, it feels the same way. It's like, boy, you you really, you really have this down, and you're really tight, but not tight in that like. Um, not tight in that way where it doesn't feel like it breathes live. You know, it right. it, it doesn't, where it feels mechanical. Um, and that's what you think, I think, when you listen to, especially the newest album, I.I., I, you're like, how would this play live? It seems like it would feel very mechanical, very computerized, very whatever. It's not. So it, it, it definitely breathes and it moves and it feels organic still, but just tight. Yeah. It's not, there's no missed beats no you know parts that aren't in their right places they played they played three songs from ii I. yeah night. yeah and they sounded super cool and yeah. they added a different a really different vibe to it they played four off of 22 a million four off of Forema, three off of ii um two others which is heavenly father and then we don't know what this new one is right it's new P- I, is I it just actually a new it is it available is, on like Spotify or no? No.
0: No. In P-D-L-I-S. fact, in fact, I just I just was looking on Google and Billboard Billboard has a has a uh, an article about the two shows and then there's also a article about this was the first time that they played it. So we got to we got to see
1: so P D L I F. So that means um, they're not getting less esoteric with their with their naming conventions. Nope, they're sticking with it. So um, I can't wait to hear X Q Y R um, as well on the new album. Und- um, underscore downshift. Oh, they already did that. I don't think they. Yeah, no, they're just going with gonna, alphabet soup stuff. Okay. They okay. went. They went place names. Then they went. You know, I, I think I think we're going like just alphabet soup. It's just going to be a random. Okay. Uh, P D L I F makes me think of pedialyte. Uh, <laughs> like uh, like what you I think get. it's like Probably a European acron- Acronym For maybe.
0: MILF uh, Maybe Good yeah, lift. That's what I'm thinking
1: uh, Yeah uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> People d- I don't want to go I don't want to figure it out um, Nope I don't either But it does mean That they probably have Probably have a new New album I would think in the works Because the You know I.I. is What do we figure, two Over two years old 2019, uh, 2019. yeah. 2019 Um, I mean, look, you guys were locked down for how long? You didn't get an album together? Everybody else did. Everybody else did. Get on it. Get on it. Right. Bon Get on. Or or however you pronounce it. However you pronounce your French name. The other thing that's funny to me about observationally, especially being in L.A., and I'm going to make fun of my own area here. But okay. like we said, Floridians with, all the with, time with the with the audience getting in and out. There was a lot of people there that definitely had that look and vibe of like, I want to be at a Bonavera concert and I want to look like I'm in a Bonavera concert. And they there was definitely a scene. To it, and there was when I saw him at the forum too. It's very, it's very hip, hipster kind of a quality. I wonder
0: how much they were judging me with my Fleetwood snack. I don't, you know, but T-shirt and my my shorts because there might have been four people in the audience wearing shorts. I was one of them.
1: Yeah, well, it was chilly in the venue. I was glad I I I would normally wish I was in shorts, but I I was. It felt good. I was uh, I was actually chilly in the venue, so I didn't mind having jeans on, but. Um, the funny thing to me about the way that all these people look is that Justin Vernon cannot look like he cares less about what he looks, looks like. Oh, he, for sure. He just doesn't, he, he, he's like, all right, I'm in my sweatshirt and then I'm in my, uh, whatever t-shirt what, or something. And, and right. what does he wear? He has a headband. Is, is it, is it a headband, it's a headband? He always has a headband on and head last, headphones. Last Instead night of just look
0: like a bandana that was shaped in,
1: um, I, I think it was a headband. Okay. And and then he's got these big old headphones on instead of just um, yeah. you know, those in ear monitor. He's just got a big set of headphones on. And he just looks like he could care less about, you know, image. He's yep. he's a guy that does not look like he which isn't a knock, it's just he's like, This is I'm here for the music. I'm all about the music and so Which is kinda weird
0: that the people who wear skinny jeans are the ones who are embracing this. That's my point is
1: that the the people who embrace him seem to like, I I wonder if they think, Oh, that's his, his look. And he's just, you know, he's no, I I just don't. I think he's just a dude who's really good at what he does. And then he shows up. Is like, is it time for the show? Cool. I'm not going to change. I'm already here, (laughs) which is is how I would kind of do it. Um,
0: I will say this. So the, the first time that I saw, saw them live, a lot of college age, good-looking young ladies oh, were at the concert. Okay. That was not the case last night.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I no. didn't notice so much. I. It had a it had a scene vibe to it. You know, yeah. it's in the YouTube theater, so I think there's some people that want to go to that. Um and like like I was talking about earlier, the people getting up and down all the time. Ridiculous felt like oh we gotta get a beer now we gotta go you know let's go do this now and you it's like sit did they say beer down. or did they say let's go get a craft i, I don't know <laughs> if, i don't know if people say that or not <laughs> uh yeah so it had a, a kind of a too cool for its own good vibe a little bit but that was not because of bone of air and it wasn't the music didn't do that um it uh what a great concert man great night uh i'm glad you came out for it uh I'm glad
0: you, um, you, uh, prodded me. Yeah. A little bit. Um, You were on the fence for a while. I was on the fence for a while. And, and, and honestly, the, the, the biggest reason why I, I pulled the trigger on it was my therapist goes, yeah, you probably need a break. Yeah. So I'm, I followed, I followed the advice of my therapist. So, um,
1: Thanks, Andy. Well, so far, I mean, appreciate you. You got here on Tuesday. Tuesday night, you came with me. I have a, a like a, a regular every two week gig at a that we've started at a brewery comedy show, and so you came to my my show that promotion night. promotion time. Yeah, nobody's listening that's here, but yeah, <laughs> uh, if you are in Santa Clarita, uh, first and third Tuesdays, we are at Pocock uh, Brewing Company, which good. is good. It was great. good. Yeah, good pizza. Uh, you know we bring, in, it. we bring in a good lineup. up uh, it's a show we're trying to build that was our second show so you did that Tuesday night Wednesday we go to Wilco, Wilco. Thursday night we went and saw the Tom, Tom Petty documentary Tom Petty documentary called I don't a, know A Place You Feel Free or a, what is it um, Somewhere You Feel Free sure uh, it was I just
0: call it the Tom Petty documentary
1: yeah it basically was archival footage and then some some later interviews with Rick Rubin yeah. um, wildflowers period Ben Tench and uh, um, uh, Mike Campbell Mike, Mike Campbell uh, talking about the wildflowers recording a lot of Tom interview in there about the wildflowers it was cool it was it good it was very good and then uh, last night bon Iver, and tonight we've got Wilco again, and yeah. then tomorrow you fly and you're gone. So yeah. uh, we've really packed it in while you're here. We did, we did. Um, I'm yeah. tired. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to be exhausted. So um, especially I you've am. got an early flight tomorrow. So I we, should do. Pro- we should probably wrap this up. We probably. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't feel
0: like I want to do the whole spiel. Yeah, you don't have to. So it's your so do, do we want to do the out? Actually oh, I, actually, oh. <laughs> actually actually I didn't say I didn't I didn't say the catchphrase of uh did we cover everything did we
1: miss anything I don't think we missed anything. Uh, uh, we didn't score it but uh it was a, I'm I'm glad we got to we revisited a record yeah. with Bon Iver last night. Yeah. They revisited it with us. Uh, it was a good revisit. Uh you should definitely pop this one in. Listen to so it. Good. It's so good. Um, so damn good. It's a great album. Front yep. to back it's a great album. Yep. yep uh i recommend it and then you know uh the other ones dive into the other ones as well i think out of the 4 ii I. is my least favorite um mine too the, i don't know if this is my favorite or it's it, it might be it, is. it might be emma for me uh really it might be okay it's between these two for sure and then it's uh 22, 22 million and yeah. then ii I. so i don't know the progression maybe isn't great but i do love that they are doing some different stuff. I, I wouldn't want to hear him do this over and over and over again. No, but, me neither. So I'm curious to see where they go next. Yeah. But it was a good night, man. And I'm glad we got a chance to revisit. Yeah, And, uh, thanks uh, for, uh, hopefully. thanks. For, thanks for letting me, uh,
0: crash at yeah. your place for a couple of days. This yeah. has been a lot of fun for sure. So All right, not, bad,
1: not bad for no kitchen, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go check out that uh, the Who did
0: it first episode about chopsticks, and you'll find out all about why yeah. Jeff doesn't know, have a kitchen. Right, this is now. our
1: third house guest um, that we've had. We are we've, we're in the middle of a kitchen remodel that was supposed to end July thirtieth, and here we are. What is it, October? Uh, October twenty third. Twenty third. We started yeah. it back in April, and oh my gosh, so we still don't have a kitchen, so we're eating out all the time. But um, uh, someday we'll have a kitchen again when you come you, back next you, time. You you saw that you have. Um, counters now there's some countertops i got in yesterday that, that's good ben's witnessed some of the <laughs> i saw a little progress you've seen more progress than we saw for like a month and a half should i stay here for like you another should, week and i don't and know what's maybe going it'll on. actually something's get going, done something's going real well right now they're trying you. to impress me something they're, they're like you need something done sir uh we can come help you um and uh i got a good i got a good they, handyman oh so I'm, I'm good it, it's uh It's been an ordeal. Uh, Don't ever remodel your kitchen. That's the lesson that I would leave with you today. It's a nightmare. And and on
0: that note, we are Records Revisited, and we are out!